Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With LuckyLandSlots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are listening to Video Games to the Medium, a W2M Net original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for more content like this. Hello and welcome to Video Games to the Medium. Once again, I'm your host, Jens, alongside a proper host of the show, Mark. Howdy. Mark, as last time, it is a pleasure to have you with me to discuss Catherine, a game which I have practically subjected uh, you to. That's the right word. (laughs) On the last episode, this is just... For if this is your first video games to the medium or video games to the max, uh, this probably shouldn't be your first because it is part two of our spoiler conversation on Catherine. Last time we um, went over the basic setup of the story up through about chapter three or four um, and talked about the cast of characters and the general themes and about the basic mechanics. So now with part two, um, it is time to actually get into the meat of the story and into the rest of the puzzle mechanics uh, that um, we hadn't, uh, or that at least Mark had not come across um, last time. Firstly, Mark, what is your overall impression of Catherine? Well, I, we should, I don't know if you said this last time, but you bought the game for me with like buying the game as payment for reviewing it or for talking about it. <laughs> I, I, I feel I should charge you. I feel I should charge you extra. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> I, uh, I, know. I I somewhat liked the bar sequences, um, but the deeper I got into the puzzle levels, with the exception of like one stage, which I thought was pretty good, I didn't like the puzzles or the puzzle sequences. And mm-hmm. one nearly, one basically broke me, and I had to bump the game down to like safety and just play it auto because I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> yeah, the two paths. Nine uh, three. Yeah, nine three. Yeah, that's I, actually one of my. I I, I was um, I was in the middle of my third playthrough when you contacted me to complain about nine three, and I was actually just like maybe thirty minutes away from hitting it again. Yeah, and it just reminded me what a fun stage that is. 
fun for you maybe not not for me <laughs> yeah i really enjoy nine um i've also i had a really good time with the rin stuff so um the last time that we recorded i mentioned that i thought i was maybe an hour from the end of rin's story that was not the case uh the amount of new content surprised me there was basically a whole other chapter with a whole bunch more levels, I think like nine more stages um, that you have to go through if you want one of the three Rin endings. I have now, but then uh, that you know that was already like way in the past at the at the point this week when uh, when we were seeing if I could share play into your game to do nine three for you, and then of course the game would not let us. Way to go, Atlas! <laughs> yeah, so. Just it basically just said it was a blocked scene, right? Yeah, and because of that, you couldn't it couldn't share my the video feed to you. So it's it would... so weird to me what the so last time I th- I just from what you described I thought that the only thing that was blocked was the cutscenes. No, well, so did I. But then you hit like day eight or day nine, and then it's like the second the second you start, it's like all right, everything is blocked. Between multiplayer being broken and us not being able to do share play, I, you're just never going to see my sweet Catherine skills. Well, not until you come up here again. <laughs> yeah, they'll forever be. They would have to do local multiplayer. Yeah, I'm sure that'll happen. Uh, <laughs> next year, don't don't uh, <laughs> don't discount it. Uh, um, yeah, nine three. I spent like an hour on that stage alone, and then I got to the point where I was trying to follow a guide. Because I was playing a normal mode, like normal. Yeah, and, the, and I'm really sorry I made you choose normal. I realized, I don't think you can. Can you just switch difficulties halfway through? Uh, you have to be at the bar. Oh, is that what it was? Because I kept going into that menu and looking at it and, and saying, like, nope, still uh, still locked into normal. And thankfully, um, I had a save, like, right at, outside, not, like, day nine, or, like, day nine at the bar. Mm, yeah, otherwise you would have been boned. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. So yeah, I bumped it to easy or like safety actually, which makes the game like super dumb. Like there are even like grates overall, like the hazardous blocks and everything. You didn't need to do that. Just on easy, those levels are a total breeze. Yeah, I did. I did my second playthrough. I did uh, um, easy and remix mode, just because I wanted to just mess around with remix mode in a non-stressful way, and uh, I I just breezed through it. Very, very fast. That was before I realized that once you've beaten a level, you can just skip it anyway, which what? I didn't. I, it took me like two and a half playthroughs to realize that. I mean, I did safety, and then I just did, I hit autoplay, so it just <laughs> did it for me. Yeah. So if you're on normal, it'll give you basically an autoplay up until the point where you've last gotten. So it'll kind of teach you the ideal route, if that's what you want. Yeah. Well, what I was going to say, though, was I was following a video guide on YouTube. And the guy, like the guy's puzzles, were different from mine. Like the the shape, the the towers and stuff were still there, but like he would step on a block and it would be a bomb block, and for me it would be like a crumbly block instead. And See, it's there's like, no real randomization other than there are slight differences in the difficulty levels. Well, this, so like this, a, vi- this a video guide for normal would, mm, yeah, normal. Because I I checked out an easy walk through also, and I could see the differences immediately because the guy had more blocks to work with. And I'm like, yeah, oh, you basically you okay. have more ground yeah. is the main thing. So yeah, like this, this normal. Also, the quality sucked. I don't know what he was on, but it looked like it was from like some 1995 CRT TV or something. Hey. Um, yeah. And I said the PS4 can output 
like to 720 or to even 1080, I think. If you just well, wanted... some some YouTube tutorial people don't know what they're doing. Um, but yeah, so like I was following this guide and I got to a point where like he like he hit a block and it's like, okay, that block crumbles the second I step on it because it's one of those blocks. But for him, it was just stable. And I'm like, well, mm-hmm. now I'm stuck. <laughs> it was like you should tell the listeners about last night when you were raving at me about about the fact that um there oh, yeah. are certain blocks that that don't stick that there are certain blocks so, that don't have like yeah. bottom edges that you can attach things to i thought i had a glitch because i had one of the there are different power-ups one of the power-ups is like it just creates like white blocks around you and so i was trying to use that to like make a path but this one white block would kept falling off this like square with like this little spade florida florida light whatever uh, yeah, it's it's got like a, a you know a fleur de lis kind of yeah, um, pattern on it, and uh, I didn't exactly I didn't know why, and I sent the, I sent the video to you, and then you looked at it for a few minutes, and then like oh yeah, this block is it has no you're trying to say like it has no edges, like the edges didn't match up or something, but the only way you can tell that is the normal blocks like the edges are brown, and this mm-hmm. one has like a copper brown edge yes. to it. And it's like, wow, wait, you know, way to really show that this is different. Like, it's like taking like one RGB, like the R on an RGB it, slider down one and saying, oh, it's different. It's like you fucking idiot. I mean, the block kind of, just, just the block make, looks slightly different, but it does, um, you have to kind of learn it. Just you make have to it, learn that those blocks are different. Yeah, just make it green or something or actually make it pop out as opposed to like one shade lighter. That's true. The art style does sometimes make it easy to um but I, but I think that's part of the challenge too is you've got to kind of pay attention to the nuances of to the blocks you know well the tutorial yeah, never to... said anything about that they just said at least my tutorial is like okay here some blocks are different like here's the heavy block yep. here's the ice block uh here's like the crumbly block it didn't say anything about the stupid spade block or that it had mm-hmm. like different colored edges because there is there are, there are some of those technique tutorials to refer to the different edge types. Well, I I, think. I I don't know if there were more tutorials that I didn't. I just talked to the sheep every time, like for techniques. I don't know if I should have gone deeper in that menu. There uh, there is a menu of techniques as well, though I didn't even look at that very much. But I was I was pretty sure there was there yeah. was one that was like learn the different kind of blocks, but. Um, who can say at this point? At this point, I just I skip past all the all that dialogue, I, or I just don't even engage with it if I don't. Um, I'm still trying to get all those story trophies. I've now seen nine of the thirteen endings. Yeah, last once. Time, well, last, the reason we're doing this podcast now is I finally beat the game once and only yeah. once because I won't I won't be replaying it. <laughs> um. Well, I I hope that you're happy with your endings since you won't see any of the other ones, and they are way more awesome. Like I got I did the same thing that you did. Which is that I uh, I got regular like good or actually like the you got the true Catherine ending basically yeah the original true so the the thing I didn't know is that there was another true Catherine ending there's basically an alternate ending that is a full body exclusive and in order to get that you have to do a specific thing um, regarding the text messages in the game yeah and I did not know that. So I have seen neither of the new true endings for Catherine or uh, Catherine's C. Is, uh, is that about sending the messages or sending the video out or not? Sending the video. Yeah, I did not send the video. See, I did. Mm-hmm. I sent it to Catherine with a K. But so I then sp- wh- why didn't you get the... Um, 
you, you, hear me, I'm woman, hear me roar, or whatever it's called. You trophy. tell me. Like, I sent the video, and then she sent it back. Like, she's like, oh, this is a nice video where I can see where she's getting, like, she's a good piano player or something like that. And that was it. I did that the first time as well, but I think there's a second time where you need to engage with... There's a second opportunity where you do something with a video. I don't know. I'd have to look at a guide, honestly. There are some things in this game that are obtuse, and I realized I was getting... (laughs) Yesterday, I was getting annoyed with you because you were complaining that you didn't know that to look at the nudie photos that Catherine of the Sea sends you, you had to go to the the bathroom stall. Yeah. The the game just tells you to go somewhere private. And expects you to yeah, figure I it went, out. I went into the bathroom, which has a, which you would expect has a lock on the door, but it doesn't. And then I had to look at a guide and say, "Oh yeah, go to the stall." And it's like, I'm already you in a bathroom. A, you can always lock a stall. That's six by six. Like there's no other, there's no other room for someone to come into that bathroom. So wh- why bother? <laughs> I mean, you could just One literally, that's... you could like literally yeah. just stand against the door and it'd be private. Like it's not like you can like the bathroom is like huge. I hear you. There's so many things. I've just lived with this game so long that I just take a lot of this stuff for granted. And I, mean, I was I, genuinely surprised to be reminded of the fact that it's uh, um, vexing. See, I would be, I, it, I, it would be the same thing with like me and like Persona Five. Like if you like had, I mean, did you beat that game or no? Persona Five, of course, I beat Persona Five. But you haven't like you didn't like a hundred percent like I did. So no, if, I did not platinum it like you did. No. So if you had some, if you had some question about like, oh, why can't. How can I get more lines from uh, Futaba, like for that stupid trophy of hers? Well, it's like I didn't get the. I need to go through it again um, for one because I didn't know that you could uh, during pollen season fight that one, um, you know, dungeon boss uh, really easily. Oh yeah, Reaper. Yeah, I, I did that. Yeah, the Reaper. <laughs> yeah, I didn't do that the first time around. So at some, but then you know the Royals about to. I don't know. I just can't. I can't burn out on. That's right, a long. Right. That's a long game to I mean, keep replaying. I don't know how you do it. Well, I, it, I have no job and no life, so I was able to do it four or five times. Man, it was crazy for me just going through, just skipping through Catherine over and over again to try and get all the endings. See, um, I guess I've got to do it like three that, or four more times. That's another thing. Is like, it's weird because like there are multiple endings. I didn't get any like. Unless you told me that, I got no hint about that at all. Because, like, I got the spoiler about Rin. She left, and that was it. Like, she didn't. She never came back. This is one of the big flaws, I feel, with the way that Rin is integrated um, into the story. Like, I don't know how, if that, I'm supposed to call her or text, so, text her or what. But she was just, like, Erica was like, you need to call her. And I think I... I think I did call her, and she was like, "Oh, we're okay." And then that do was. Do you mind it. getting? Do you mind if I get into Rin for sure. a little bit? Okay. So Rin, to me, and I, th- I may have talked about this a little bit last time, but she changes the feel of the game a bit because she is this ray of hope that wasn't there before. Before in Old Catherine, everybody just had to rely on you, the hero, to be the inspirational force that gets them through the nightmare. Now you've got Rin there as kind of the real force of goodness. Um, and of course, uh, you know, she becomes a romance option. She presents as female, but then you find out that, or at least she appears to be male. Uh, Vincent has a moment where he kind of freaks out and almost slaps her and says, get away from me, which, um, yeah, I can see how there are some people who are upset about that, you know, cause it's, you know, what's the... I, I think that's yeah. a very 
normal response though, or a a surely for the I mean, yeah f- for the character it makes sense for I the mean, character and I'm, it actually makes for an interesting journey for him if you do the Rin route, which basically you do by there are certain questions we talked about the morality reader uh, meter a little bit last time but there are certain questions that don't affect the morality going towards order or chaos but rather they crack the meter ever so slightly more and then eventually a flower starts blooming out of it and if you get the flower to bloom completely before you get to chapter nine of the game you get to do the extra chapter where you see, do Rin's story that that's one thing i didn't do is so I would answer those questions occasionally, like at the end of the puzzle, or you know, when you get to the safe area. Uh-huh. And I would say, like, do you want to have a peaceful life? Yes or no? And like, if you select yes, or not that not that question, that's pretty binary. But it, like, <clears throat> there are some questions that that's are like, for the ca- that's for Catherine of a K. Catherine of a K offers the peaceful life. Yeah, but there are some questions that are like very. I mean, not. Like very, but they're kind of obvious. Like, would you want, like, uh, you know, would you want your partner to reveal all of their sec- secrets? Yeah, okay, those that, kind that, of things. Things that hint at the fact that there's something up with Rin. Things that well, questions see, that are clearly Rin specific. See, okay, let's take that secret one. It was like, do you want to know all your secret, all of her secrets? And it was like, yes, or basically yes or no. So I selected yes, and the meter, I can, the meter cracked. So I immediately shut the game off. Like oh I, no! I would save. I would save before I took these questions. So the media would. Why crack. would you do that? Well, I thought I did. I thought I selected the wrong answer. Or because I was trying huh. to go for like the positive route. So the media would crack. I would reset the game. I'd load back up and I'd redo the question and answer like the, the other way. And then the. I mean, if would you were sw- trying to go for Catherine, then you were doing the right thing by answering the questions that way. Yeah. Well, I, I said so, me- it didn't say, "Hey, this meter can crack and it's still valid." Like it, I thought the meter was like busted, or like I severely. Oh, it does eventually. Stru- it does eventually break completely. Like basically, Rin is a third path. So if you crack the meter completely, you're going down a totally different path, and none of your none of your good evil choices matter at all. It then becomes about the Rin questions. Yeah. So I like that's what I would do because the meter would crack, and I'm like, oh, I. I, I guess I set it wrong. You messed so up. So then, yeah, I'd reset the game, and like it should. If it said that, I might I might have just gone with it, or you know. Okay, so so you've got Rin added to the story. I just want to talk about how Rin impacts the story. So, firstly, um, things are much less hopeless right from the start. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Secondly, there are a couple of points in the story where you can tell that she's kind of shoehorned in. Where, like, the best example I can give is there's a guy who's a dentist named Steve. Um, Steve 
is also in the nightmares in the nightmares with you, and um, he's also being seduced by Catherine. Well, he's also um, he's also the intro, like the helpful sheep. Yes, yes, uh, but man, we haven't even talked about what Catherine is. Catherine is a succubus who seduces men. Yeah, and then but, she um, has the, she has the most like crazy dialogue that like mm-hmm. any rational person or any rational guy would be like I'm getting the fuck away from you right now <laughs> I mean the scene that would tip you off like the, the the one that would be the breaking point for me is the ants sequence like the way that she reacts it's very funny how she switches right back to nice as soon as he explains that he just has a sweet like she's not concerned about <laughs> She's not concerned about the gross mess that you've made and that she's w- waking up covered in ants as much as she is about where did this uh, cake come from. Yeah. Or, like, uh, whenever she says, like, whenever he wavers and she's like, oh, I still love you, but if you cross me, I'll kill you. Or if you cross me, oh, I'll yeah. die. It's like, sure, but <laughs> yeah, that's... Like, you can read that as tongue-in-cheek. It's more the fact that she doesn't, like, react like a normal person to things which are horrifying. To me, anyway. Yeah. Like, her saying, you know, if you ever betray, if you ever cheat on me, I'll kill you, that's that's fairly standard stuff. I'm sure sure your wife said that to you on on your first date. (laughs) I mean, it's just kind of implicitly understood. (laughs) The old marriage life. (laughs) Exactly. But... But yeah, so she's a succubus, and she was also seducing this guy, Steve. Steve kind of figures out that that Steve thinks that you know you're you're um, having sex with his girl, starts confronting you about it, and then you start to believe that Catherine with a K, your actual girlfriend, that or your actual longtime girlfriend, I should say, that she must be the cheater, and the reason why she must be the cheater is because, well, there's only two Catherines, and Steve is talking about a Catherine, except that you've got Rin in the story. A girl with amnesia who, in the beginning of the story, was being chased by some mysterious guy. Yeah, a titan. Would you? Yeah, well, well, we a titan. <laughs> no, actually, it's more like if you gave the progenitor race from Prometheus the Catherine of a C haircut. That is actually what those guys look like. In the ending, you didn't see. Well, we'll get to that. <laughs> but the point is, any rational person would say. Well, obviously, it's this other third Catherine, who, by the way, only recently revealed to your character at this point that her name is also Catherine, but with a Q. Yeah, You know, this Catherine who has amnesia, you would think that Steve was her ex-boyfriend or someone who's chasing after her. That's immediately what I would think. The only reason I didn't think that is because I played original Catherine. Well, I mean, Um, you say that, but then, like, so Steve and Vincent have a few phone conversations, and then... I think it's like the second, maybe the second conversation, right? Like the yeah. second, the, the second after, like the second day after one, because I have like two, like right at the start. So it's maybe like the third one, I guess. Like Steve describes Catherine to Vincent and Vincent's like, no, my Catherine is Asian. Yours was white. Like, and it's like, what? <laughs> like, okay. No, they don't actually. <laughs> Like, right, but I, you can't I, really. They're all anime girls. How can I? Well, I assume all three are Asian. Like, so it's like, okay, well, that's what that's why are Vincent. They? No, they're not. Uh, this is this. You've got you've got yeah, Vincent and Catherine of Acadie. These are these are Westernized names. Catherine looks like a Western woman. I, I, how, how do you know what anybody is? Except at 
they, if she was actually like Western, they'd be calling her Gaijin or something like that. Like they they wouldn't also she went to school with all these people. Like they they might like say like oh she came back to Japan or if she came back like no. Is it even? Do they even say where the stray sheep is? Like what the setting is? I don't think it's even that specific. Well, just Japan. I mean, I know we can <laughs> infer that it's Japan, but does it explicitly? I don't think it does. Unless I'm crazy. No. But regardless, uh, man, if it does explicitly say Japan, and then I'll have a real egg on my face of this podcast. Um, what were we talking about? Or like, oh yes, the, well, like the sushi <laughs> restaurant is clearly Japan, or like the like the romantic cafe it's like they don't have those in this country or in this in this hemisphere at least okay hang on here i mean they're not gonna say oh the stray sheep is in osaka or you know because they just don't do that but fair enough but like there's no when the breaking news are on you know it's accident or murder lonely death of young man they don't uh They don't say. Interesting. But yes, Steve Delham, the dentist. Uh, you, you you know, there's all sorts of explanations that you could get to for, um, you know, with an extra Catherine in the mix. Why would you jump to my long-term girlfriend must be, uh, must know the Steve character. And then the other, the other thing where I don't think, and that's, that's more of a like, plot-specific point where I'm like, eh, this doesn't work as well anymore. But um, what thematically doesn't work as well to me is if you don't do the Rin true ending or if you don't do the Rin path at all, then the scene where, you know, Vincent lashes out at Rin and chases her off, basically, is like their last interaction. She disappears from the game after that. Yeah, that is So mine. that's a <laughs> terrible... As far as like his arc, that's just this becomes this terribly unresolved thing that just kind of hangs over like about how this like broken relationship in the middle of this that just disappears because it doesn't matter anymore. Um, just seems narratively uh, like a weird dead end, and I don't like it. I wish they'd almost not had that scene at all. If you don't like if the if the Rin like if the Rin story doesn't go anywhere, just never even reveal anything about Rin. Just have her be like an angel in the background. And not have that scene because I feel like it really casts a pallor of the story. If the story is not, Vincent then redeems himself, realizes that he really loves her for who she is, etc. I mean, See, him, him. There's, there's a you talk about that. There's a scene right after the big Rin reveal where, like, Rin runs out of her apartment. Vincent like walks out, bumps into Catherine with a K, his, you know, his girlfriend, and mm -hmm. then Catherine with a C is calling him. And I was expecting some like choice, like. Go, you know, go go run after Catherine, or go, go run after Rin. Talk to Catherine with a K, like in your apartment, or answer the phone, and nothing happened. It was just like I'm just gonna go run after her, and it felt yep. like very strange. <laughs> so you were just the choices, the characters' choices that he makes in the cutscenes are based on where you are, based on the choices you make in the confessionals. So you do make a choice, you do steer it, you actually. You know, you you were making you were kind of commenting on how binary it was, but really there is basically the way it works. 
is you've got the meter, which is based on the, the sum of all your choices over the game. And then based on where the meter is at the end, that can take you down a couple of... You can think of the meter as like a central lane, but you can still branch off onto the um, adjacent lanes, but you can't branch off like two lanes over. Yeah. So the meter locks you into like one of three possible endings, basically. Uh, where like, if you're going fairly middle of the road with your answers, you can still get the Catherine good ending, or you can get the true neutral ending, or you can get the neutral bad ending, or you can probably get the Catherine with a C bad ending if you're going to try and go after that. But basically, the meter is your prerequisite condition. And then during the final stage, there are just a couple of the order. Do you prefer order? Do you want a peaceful life? Those questions are the ones that really put you into what kind of ending are you going to have? And then, of course, the Rin questions are their own thing. And then, of course, the true endings are that thing where you have to text a certain video to somebody, which I still have to figure out. Uh, but there really is a lot of variance in what you can get. Um, I mean, I know that I mean, it's 14 different endings. Uh, two of those are kind of variants, but they do give you unique cutscenes for everything. And um, it's really cool. I had not I had not seen all of them previously, so uh, I'm trying to go for all of them now. But uh, um, you certainly do have choice. But, uh, you know, the first time it's funny, the first time that I ever played through the game, I think I just got the Catherine Good, which is a lesser ending than the Catherine ending you got. Because I was not all the way in uh, lawful good territory. Yeah, like I... And it w- I don't think I maxed the meter out, but I got... like The meter has like kind of like a regular blue and like a darker blue like right yeah. at the end. Yeah, as long as you're kind of wobbling around in like that last yeah, slot. Yeah, that's where I was. I never... I didn't... I couldn't figure out if I could, if I could ever max it out or not, or if it just stayed there. It just kind of wobbles around there, yeah. It always wobbles a little bit when it, regardless of where it is, when it's supposed to move. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the so the thing that I came to with that is that my first playthrough, I actually tried to answer honestly for myself. Or sometimes I thought about how Vincent should answer based on his actions. But really... Even if within the context of the story it would be a falsehood, it expects you to always choose the Paragon kind of answers. So, like, even though in the story Vincent just suspected Catherine of cheating, in the confessionals they expect you to say, I would never accuse my partner or think of my partner as cheating if he wanted that good Catherine ending. Yeah, but then, like, the next day he talks to Catherine and she's like, I don't know any Steve. (laughs) Right, yeah. So you're not... This is like a thing where it's almost like you're trying to come up... You're trying to make these choices based on an idealized version of what you think he should be or what ending you want rather than reflecting your honest answers, which is the first time I played it. Honest answers just got me some like boring middle of the See, road, one of the, one of the nothing endings. No, you say that, but then I answered... Except for like the... The instances where the like the meter broke and I thought it was a, a glitch or answered wrong, like ninety percent of those questions I just answered how I normally would, or I answered what I thought. See, I think answering honestly, I probably answer about seventy percent of the questions the way that they want me to. Okay. I mean, just you know, there there are some things where it's like if I'm honest, I would I have to get to choose the chaos option here, you know. So. Uh, but that's not what the game wants from you, and it and you don't want that ending, um, unless you're trying to get all the endings. You kind of want to see all the variants, right? But 
you know, the ending you got is a pretty good ending. I like the wedding, um, even though it has that that bit with Erica in it. So, so we should, yeah. You know what? We need to backtrack before we talk about the endings, because I I realized that we didn't get that far in the story last time we talked about the game. So, why don't you tell me what you think of the story and kind of what happened since we last uh, talked about it? Uh it's fine. Like, how how spoiler should I get? That's the, well, we can the... spoil everything. This is a spoiler cast. That's part two. So we've warned people enough. Okay, Erica's a guy. And Rin is some alien guy, blob, whatever. Uh, yes. So Rin I, I, is uh, one of a race of angels, which actually turn out to be aliens. But they're an ancient race of beings that have watched over mankind for centuries and are the cause of many miracles, miracles throughout history. See, I, okay, I have two problems. Two problems with that. Not that they're guys. Like that's here and over there. They're really, really just little, little cute little blobs with antennae. I mean, so, they look like little cartoon it's, anime it's, aliens once. The, the same problem I had the last time I talked about Rin is the first time they meet, like, she meets Vincent, she's literally falling on his face, like, with her underwear. Like, I think that Vincent would notice something. Yeah. <laughs> unless, unless she's super small, which, that's fine. I mean, but he would probably go, this, this feels different. <laughs> From from normal women, I mean, <laughs> uh, we don't really know how close how close that was. I mean, she's sitting on his face. That's close enough. <laughs> and the other the other issue is with Erica. Like, she's a interesting character, but like, so the one younger friend, Erica, that, the waitress, being the trans character who gets with one of the guys in your friend group. Yeah, and then at the end, he feels weird about it. Yeah. Uh, yep. Let me look. What's the character's name? Because there's like a bunch of like. Uh, oh, he's the mechanic looking guy. Uh, Toby or. Toby, that's him. It is Toby. Okay. Uh, so like you, you pointed out last time that like the other characters kind of are a little antsy about Toby's like burgeoning crush on Erica. Like, yeah, though I think that got I think that got cut because I cut anything too spoilery out of the last episode. Okay. But yes, let's let's talk about it again. Your your friend group is there they are a little bit iffy about Erica. And well, also they're a little bit iffy about Rin once the truth about Rin comes to light, which I guess you didn't see too much of. Well, like so you're so you and your friends, like the other two guys, are around the same age. Toby is at least at least a year or two younger than your group. Toby's a little younger, yeah. He's he... like he, so like I guess he didn't go to school with them, or was probably like a few years behind them, or ahead of and them. And he's meant say. to be an he's a virgin, right? He's a, yeah. or at least until until the point where he no longer is a virgin. But yes. So. So he hooks up with Erica. And, I mean, they have sex, or you know, they have sex. There's two issues. One, unless she's like post-op, he he probably go this this seems awkward or this seems. Not what I expected. And it then could the other... be an M butterfly type situation. <laughs> or a, you, you're uh, aware of M, M butterfly, right? Where, no. where they would only o- anal sex only for decades of marriage. Oh, I was, so, was going to suggest it might have been like the Silence of the Lambs, where he's tucking it, be- tucking it in. No, that's exactly what. Yeah, if you ever watch, there's a it's a David Cronenberg movie based on a true story. I recommend it. It's pretty darn good. Just like um, just like Crash. I mean, Crash is fantastic. Not um, the 
Oscar bait See, garbage, but yeah, the Cronenberg crash. Amazing. So that's one one problem. And the other problem is, like, his friends are clearly, Toby's friend, like, Vincent and the other two guys are clearly, like, a little hesitant or, like, a little leery of this. You think one of them uh-huh. might have just kind of pulled him inside and said, uh, hey. Here's the most problematic thing to me is Johnny, right? When, jo- when Johnny learns of the fact that you've been cheating on Catherine initially... He's kind of annoyed about it, but he also comes to accept it quite quickly and is just like, eh, um, about it. But then when he learns that um, you're cheating on her with Rin, he act- actually like slaps you and becomes violent um, in like a part of the game that you did not see. So he lashes out physically at that point. And uh, well, he says that it's because, uh, you know, you're cheating on Catherine or whatever. But the fact that like he reacts very differently... Well, then, uh, when it is Rin, then when it is uh, uh, some woman that he doesn't know about. Well, then also, uh, like at the wedding, the, you know, the wedding scene I got, like they're joking about it. Like Erica is teasing Toby that he slept with her. So and it's like what th- <laughs> like, for sure. So Erica has to be post op. Like in my ending, the in well not well in the Rin ending, I should say she becomes a woman wrestler. Like, she she has to be... Like, the only thing that you learned, the thing you learned from Toby is that uh, they had sex, but it was a little weird. That's all that he says. So, I mean, you can infer from that what you want, but it, but I, I'm pretty sure that she has to be post-up. So then, um, like, does, does having a penis, is that what gets you into the puzzle underworld? Because they never explain I, why Rin is there in the first place, at least that I got that I saw. So, oh, it, Rin is there because she's an angel sent to because she's they're interfering with uh, uh, with the evil plans of the um, the underworld. That's dumb. So we should talk about the un- the underworld has an inter- I mean, is it any dumber? Is it any dumber than anything else in the story? I mean, the story is basically about so there's a heaven and hell essentially, but um, heaven angels are really aliens. And hell are demons, but they're more concerned with kind of keeping the balance of things. And uh, uh, in what is thematically appropriate for Japan, it is really more about men who won't procreate than it is about men who cheat. It's about men that waste the reproductive potential of women. They are the ones who are punished. That's what the punishment is really about. Yeah. What did you think of that uh, revelation and how you deal with it as the, the one who is actually able to escape the challenges, the trials that these men have put through. Well, I mean, I just hit autoplay, so that's what got me through it. <laughs> no, no, but I mean, I mean the 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 reveal, and when you learn that the boss, the bar te- the barkeeper, is really the head honcho demon and Catherine's father, and all that stuff. See, I, I, didn't I think get, it's, I didn't it's, get the father part. Per- uh, for oh, Ken. yeah. I mean, he just said like she's a succubus, and then. Uh, like he said something like, "Oh, she can't be summoned uh, at will or something." Catherine True ending, the old Catherine True ending, the one I've seen is is pretty rad. Do you care to hear what it is? Sure. I mean, I assume they go to hell, the, to heaven, or go to hell, go to, and you you actually supplant. You become like the ruler of uh, of that part of the underworld, at least. And uh, you have Catherine and all sorts of other succubi at your feet basically and uh, uh you have subjugated her her dad it's like the sky is ending 
<laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Like one of the endings is like you become the overlord, overlord of hell, and like you supplant your dad, and like you you go like full evil. <laughs> oh yeah, no, exactly, exactly that, and that's a pretty rad ending. Um, but yeah, obviously, once you oh, if you join, if you get with Rin, if you get the true ending with Rin, it's rad. Uh, she becomes a uh, universe-renowned concert pianist who travels the universe with her, with you as her manager. And you're in a cool space bar, like out of Futurama or Space Dandy or something with all your buddies. And Johnny is dating like a hot alien that's half wormhole or something. Oh, yeah. I thought it was funny in the ending I got that, like, we got married in the bar. <laughs> what do you think? Is it all – does Catherine exist in the real world? Does she only exist in Vincent's head? Like, what is going on? Is Vincent really cheating? Is no. Vincent remembering any of these things? Is he making actual choices that he just doesn't remember? Or is it just Catherine of a C puts him in a trance or something and he just wakes up? Like, like what, is, what, what, what do you think is real and what is not real? No, I don't think she exists because, like, there's no, well, there's no evidence for, of her except for when the boss, you know, points her out. Or, you know, says, like, oh, yeah, I remember And her. he's a demon. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Yeah, I think she's like, you know, screwing with guys' minds or, you know, planting evidence or planting all this stuff. I, that's That seemed pretty obvious to me. It's not like... So you so you see Vincent as basically an innocent in this. Like no, he doesn't have control he, over his own actions. No, because he also is a dumbass and, well, he takes no responsibility until like the very end. Like... Like he's trying to break what, up. What with... should he? What what should he take responsibility for? Is it just the the only thing he's really guilty of? If we read the story that way, is indecisiveness, right? Well, that's it. Because like the first the first night he slept with Catherine was a seer. Things thought he said thought he did. Like the next day, he should have gone. Oh, I sorry, I had a girlfriend. I got too drunk. That was it. But he didn't, and he kept sleeping with her or thinking he was. So okay. So you think at that point the initial. The initial incident is something that you would think he's not responsible for, but the fact that well, he also, continues the relationship. Like, the fact that, like, he doesn't remember it, like, because he's a huge alcoholic. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, oh, or, or, because it's, or because it's demonry. Well, like I said, last, the last episode, he was getting roofied or something. Uh, yeah, exactly. If he's getting roofied every time, or if he doesn't, again, like, how... But also, like... Maybe he could just not go out. <laughs> like, that's not an option for him, apparently. It's just, it's just hang out at home with his crappy computer. And <laughs> but if, if he doesn't go out, how can he talk with the people in the bar he needs to talk to to save them from the nightmares? He has a cell phone. <laughs> you've, got a, you've, got social, you've got social link stuff to do, man. Except they don't matter in this. Like, there's no, there's not really a social link, except for, like, certain characters. Like it's not like I have to go to the bar to keep talking to Toby or Johnny. Like they don't they don't matter. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but uh, they they can't die if that's what you mean. But you do have to keep the policeman and the rich guy and the chef. See, we talked and, about, we talked uh, about the that. journalist alive. Yeah, we talked about that last night a little. Like, so I say like there are people in the bar you can talk to to like save them. That like. I kind of knew about that, but like there were aspects of the bar I didn't know that like existed, or they could like like you. You told me you sat down at the bar, but you didn't know that you could look left or right to talk to the couple or the journalist. Right, because I could just I assumed like you can talk to the journalist back, and all he says is, "Oh, I'm looking for more leads," and I thought that was it. So it's like if the game had told me, "Hey, you can sit at the bar and talk to him like face to face," and that might elicit a different response. 
that would have been helpful. Or like the couple said the same thing. It was a couple I would talk to, and they'd be like, oh, this, this couple's in quiet conversation. And it's like, okay, I'm th- fine. Like, like remember in Final Fantasy VII, like, there's a, uh, if you got stuck, there was like the little arrow, like the little mm-hmm. hand, like the, like the green arrow was like, this is something you interact with. And the red arrow was like, this is how you transition to a new scene. Like, right. Catherine needed that. Like, <laughs> right, because the bar is kind of the only place that it functions that way. There's not another place where you sit down and have to look left or right. Right. So they're kind of one-off things, I, I did sit down, but the only option I saw, like, I didn't have, get, like, a left or right option. The only option I saw was, like, talk to the boss. So it's like, okay. Right, because he's right in front of you. Yeah, and That's I didn't why say, you're getting hey, that prompt. You can, you can swivel left and then, you know, talk to Frazier or swivel right and talk to Norm. Like, Right. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. So you really did not care for this game, I can t- I hear. Well, I can understand why, you know, damaged people might like it. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I think the, the, if they had explained the bar stuff better, I would have liked it more. Because, like, I just didn't, I just didn't know about certain areas of the bar. Like, it, it took me until, like, day seven to fi- even find the bathroom. What? How do you not, like, in any game like this, just kind of walk in every corner and see if you get prompts? I did, and I just, I guess I was just, like, a, a foot too f- far away from the door. Okay. Because <laughs> I hit the corner, and the and the corner is that, like, camel, or the, uh, is it, ca- not Camelot, but the, uh, oh, what is it, Tangled game, or mm-hmm. whatever the fuck it's called. The arcade uh, game. Kingdom Hearts? No. Oh, you mean Rapunzel. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so like I I like I got to that corner like it was like right next to the bathroom or the door and I was like oh I guess that's it. Uh, and then like yeah, had I known like you could go to the bathroom quicker or I didn't need to look up a, look up a guide how to do that because it was like the yeah. second photograph I got maybe even the third one of, of Catherine she's on like this like black lingerie. That's fine for your second playthrough. You'll know everything you need to do. <laughs> have to pay me to do that one <laughs> the, the one level i really did like in the puzzle world was the ice level i really enjoy that too how do you feel about splody blocks uh they were annoying uh but they were kind of easy to deal with especially like with the uh rewind function yeah the undoes kind of make them fairly trivial uh yeah so they're like like well like you were saying they're different blocks ice block there's a bomb the bomb block there's like a joker block that like has this weird face on it that like moves occasionally, or like like will eat you if you get in front of, in front of it. <laughs> yeah, you can basically not you cannot uh, edge around them. You can't hang. Or, but, you can't hang from but them. But then if you like step on them, they like die. <laughs> yeah, that's that's like it's very satisfying though to just kind of if there's a whole bunch of them in the row to just walk over them and and like just take them all out, and, and they just go. Unk, unk, unk. And then there's like a black hole block. Uh, oh yeah, I hate those. There are a couple of really annoying puzzle sections with those. Yeah. Where where you can uh you have to kind of get them out. You have to just get those out of the way cuz you can't put anything over them. Even the giant, you know where they become annoying? They become annoying in remix mode. I haven't talked about remix mode yet. So remix mode basically and you would like these because they actually look really different. Well, it looks like Tetris pieces kind of. They look like bejeweled Tetris pieces. 
so they actually kind of like the most beautiful and they stand out the most from all the from all the regular blocks they really stand out strongly and very pretty to look at but i kind of hate them because being giant tetris blocks uh on the one hand it saves you time you don't have to move individual little individual blocks it's it's pretty satisfying to pull a huge one of those out but the problem is by virtue of them being so big they kind of make the levels less flexible and they make it more of a there's only one way to solve this kind of thing yeah, and uh, um, I didn't like them as much. That said, you know, I kind of th- that's why I ended up kind of doing most of that stuff on easy. Um, but uh, you know, they are really pretty looking, so I'll say that. But super annoying in the um, le- in the remix mode is is those uh, black hole things because it's so easy to get one of those giant blocks over a black hole thing over a black hole block, and the black hole block will just suck the entire giant Tetris block in immediately, which yeah. looks really cool, but it's frustrating. Yeah, but you can always get rid of blocks by just pushing them over the edge, even those Yeah, you, you basically have to kind of... It just means that you have to be a play janitor and kind of clear them out and stuff. Yeah. I just found it a little bit cumbersome. It wasn't hard, it was just cumbersome, but whatever. I don't know. As I said, played most of it easy. Speaking of cumbersome, is some of the uh, enemy sheep. Oh, the the yeah, you know you have to have to get to a Bible so you can take them out. But yeah, I do like. Uh, it is kind of like cool the... luring them over a trap or uh, pulling a block out from under them. I yeah. like killing them. Is what I'm saying. I mean, yeah, but like, like if they got really got in your way, it got really annoying to deal with them. I thought they could get pretty annoying. Especially 9-3. <laughs> yeah, 9-3 has those. But 9-3 also has a lot of Bibles lying around. Yeah, I mean, they that's clearly what they want you to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so, so that's, that's Catherine, I guess. Man, on the one hand, I'm talking too much. On the other hand, I'm finding it really hard to pull this out I mean, of I just you. Don't, I just don't have a lot of time to say, to say it about it. Like, I, I I like the puzzle stuff up to a point, and like later stages, I kind of got used to some of the weird weirder aspects. Mm-hmm. Like I made some of those like weird block bridges and stuff like that. Oh yeah, uh, I, I really like when you have to kind of reverse a bridge under itself. Where like, okay, I'm going to pull these two to the right and these other two to the left, and they're going to cross over each other. You'll basically have like a wall of blocks, like six six high, but only like a three block or three square base mm-hmm. so it's like all right you have to get up this wall uh have fun <laughs> and there are a couple of different solutions there there are some where you if you really just need to make it to the top i mean you can actually build a functional staircase for some of them but that you if even if you fall down uh you can come all the way back up but some of them you'll block yourself there's some a, a couple of the um later levels where it has uh the um little gears with the teeth or the lightning bolts that will knock you down, uh, that yeah. can really screw you up. Then, of course, it is rendered trivial by Undo. They've really Undo did not. It was not as god tier in original Catherine as yeah, it is well, in this undo, one. Yeah, Undo basically like once once the like thing chasing you uses its power. Like let's say you get knocked off, you just hit Undo. It brings you back to where you were, and then uh, like resets their power or reset like basically disappears their attack yeah like or it'll even sometimes and it's kind of 50 50 sometimes it happens and sometimes it doesn't but it'll like disable a trap that you just stepped on like this trap killed you and you hit undo and now the trap is gone um so it's very generous yeah 
You find some I of find those. Some of those traps. I, it got a little easier. I, I started to use uh, this the D pad, not the analog stick, because hmm. the analog stick was still screwing me up a lot. At least for me, like I kept like falling to the other side, or like you know, I kept like it kept inadvertently like pushing up, or I kept doing it. Yes. So like, I'd push a block, you know, and it's like I don't mean to do that. Like I just meant to push it left, or like. Especially certain ways you like hang. It's like I'm pressing left, but I need to go up, and it's not like you'd think it'd be going. If I press up, it, go, it would go up, but you have to press left, and it's like this. This is awkward. Like, yeah, and it's all just because of the perspective. They're like really screwed up in certain spots. I hear you. That's why. I, yeah, I always switch to the D pad when I'm doing edge stuff. I just kind of. It's one of those games. Some games you just have to alt. Even though both control methods do the same thing, it's just. Sometimes the analog stick is better suited, and sometimes the D-pad's better suited, and you just have to figure out what works for you. Yeah. Um, have you have you gotten more any deeper into Rapunzel? <laughs> no, no, I need to get into Rapunzel, but um, I don't know. I, I'm gonna first. I'm gonna get all the endings. Then I'm gonna see if I can do Babel, and then if well, I can I think... do Babel, and Rapunzel is like the last thing between me and a platinum. Then I'll go and do Rapunzel. I, no, I think you need to do Rapunzel and the challenge stages to get like the actual true endings, like the new true endings. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what I read. Oh. Oh wow. So okay. Have fun with that. <laughs> oh man, my my goals have been shattered. Well, Rapunzel's pretty easy. Also, I mean, I did it. I got like to like level seventeen. Oh sure, but and of also, course it's it's a thing that you could easily go to a guide if you really wanted that, to. That's what I was gonna say. Like there are, unlike with the actual game, Rapunzel doesn't change. So yeah, there are plenty of guides out there that are really easy, but are really helpful. Let me tell you. So I finished the first stage. I feel like Babel. I need to do it in co-op with somebody. I really well if the co if the co-op worked, I would do I, like, it. Bar- I barely did the altar. Like, I barely did the first of the Babel stages, and the second one has me pretty stumped. So, um, I would really like to do those in co-op, where you've got a little bit more more uh, space, a little bit more options. Let me ask you, do you have any uh, any other friends who have this game? No, actually, I don't. I, okay. I don't know why we so can't I connect. Have... I mean, we're not that far well, from was... each other. We've got both got good internet. There shouldn't be an issue. It's a game, obviously. Yeah, well, no, that's what I was gonna say. Like, if you had like a friend, or, you know, some other friend, if you could, you know, see if you can connect to them or not. But you mean like I messaged the uh, Sega, one of the Sega PR reps. And I was like, so any news about Catherine getting fixed? And he never got back to me. <laughs> but it can't just be us, right? This is crazy. No, because like the uh, I read on like the Reddit a few weeks, like a week ago or whatever, that like it's just screwed up or like it doesn't. It doesn't work at all. At yeah. all, we have not gotten it to work once, and we've tried it on many days, many times. What's going on, yeah, Atlas? Like, like they say, the net code is just really bad. Uh, and I'd be curious if it, if it, it, it. I mean, have you tried to just do random play? No, I've I've always wanted to do. I don't I don't want to play with randos. I suppose I should see with, if it works. Have you, you tried? You it? played with random people with remnant, didn't you? Or you did, you just play with your friend, the other friend? But we can't. David and I can't. Okay, here's the thing with remnant. Okay, uh, within three levels of each other, the game will not level scale. So, like, if you're within three levels of each other, and this is gear levels, it will not level scale. 
David is like gear level 100 plus or something. He's like <laughs> god tier uh, uh, gear level. So if he wanted to join my co-op game, the game would then be like impossible. I mean, it's already impossibly hard, but it would be, you know, I'd just be a gnat in the world of Remnant. I would, you know, any any slightest contact with the world would kill me. Yeah, and if I was still, in his high still, level game, he could still power level you through uh, like certain things. I don't know, if and then he could get I, the good guns. I I feel like they've done things to like this thing with this like three level gap. It feels like they've done things to prevent that. But yeah, he's just he said he was too high level that this that, that this would not be fruitful is what David said, and he knows best because he's platinum that game. Yeah. So. Anyway, I mean, he's the only he's the only other guy. You know, it's you and David. That's who I play games with. Okay. Um, I used to have some other people, but that's all kind of fallen off the wayside. <laughs> they aren't cool enough. That's why I only have so much room for. I mean, we already spent a lot of time co-op gaming. Yeah. Um, and I need to find some. Ba- some yeah. Bashing her head against Torchlight Two. <laughs> no, Torchlight Two is fine. I hear it gets very hard. Well, Torchlight 2 is fine when it works. <laughs> like, we've been having that, issues okay, with that, right, too. Okay, you're right, you're right. Um, <laughs> That's what I meant. <laughs> yeah, the net code has been bad. It's been um, get, well, it's been getting worse, let's say that. It's weird. It was perfectly fine our first couple of sessions, and then last session was just a disaster. But Maybe it's getting too popular. <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> but yeah, uh, Torchlight. But... Yeah, Dave and I are still playing Wolfenstein. That's been our main thing. Um, that game is really good. Other than the checkpointing, the checkpointing is sometimes quite bad. I know yeah. last last time we joked it was a bad game. It's not a bad game. But basically, it seemed like Far Cry New Dawn, but in Wolfenstein. <laughs> nah, I'm way better, way better, man. That's not even a um. A, that's not uh, fair to Wolfenstein at all. Anyway, but but back to Catherine. <laughs> no, you're not. You're not going to back. To, so what are you actually going back to? I'll be going back to Untitled Goose Game. Is that PS4 or PC only? Switch and PC, uh, and I should okay. say Epic Store. Yeah, that's what I meant. That's why I won't be playing it. No, uh, just play it on to, Switch. Be, like a normal yeah. person. I'll be going back to co- Control and oh, yeah. uh, Fire Emblem Three Heroes. I need to get back and... to that as well. Uh, I got Zelda Link to the Past or I Link's, mean, Awakening. Link's Awakening yes. today. So I also have that, but I have not had any kind of chance to crack it open. So, not, not to completely go off rail off the rails, no, but we no. should talk about Fire Emblem for a second. All right. I, I'm further than you, and that game is hysterical, hysterically easy now. <laughs> oh, I mean, it is already... I'm at the end of the first big chapter. Like, I, I, I just unlocked the blacksmith. Okay. Um, and it, the difficulty curve already seems broken. Playing so, it on normal. Okay. Yeah, I'm playing on normal and casual as well, same as you. So Fire Emblem, the main character I have is essentially unkillable, especially with his like power, mm-hmm. like power weapon. He has a like, flaming red sword. Yeah. I recruited a professor, or like, I think a knight actually, who also has a god tier weapon, and. They take no damage, or the only ma- the damage they take is like magical damage, mm-hmm. and that's like four four points of damage. Or like, if I hit try to go up against a, the Death Knight, like he can actually cause damage damage, but that's it. Like archers don't hit him, gambits don't work, regular attacks don't work. So I have these two characters that can lay waste to ev- to anything. Yeah, and your, your I, protagonist I just, and your basically house captain 
are ridiculously overleveled compared to everyone else in the game. Oh, same in the house captain. Like he's also fr- like I got. Well, you you have Edgelord, right? Edelgard, Edelgard, or whatever. I'm just gonna call her Terra Platt. You have her. <laughs> yep. Uh, so I don't have her. I have the uh, the archer, the gold guy. Yeah, because you you chose the worst house. And but then I mean he's he's fine, but I unlocked Catherine in the game. Like obviously different one, uh-huh. but she's like the knight, and yet like. Seven guys can attack her, and she'll decimate every one of them. And it's, like, mm. hysterical to me. Because they even... I think they 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 had, they had showed her off in the giant bomb quick look of the game. Mm-hmm. Like, she's in, like, she starts off as, like, an ally. Like, you don't control her. And she, like, I think it's Dan does a mission with her. And he's like, oh, I hope I, I, hope I can play with her. Because, you know, he de- she decimated everyone in oh, her yeah. in his And you mission. get her? Yeah. That's nice. And you get her with like her god weapon, and it's like, okay, this is a lot more fun. The only problem is, it's hard to repair those weapons. Yeah, I, you kind of have to treat weapons like they're single-use items. Or no, well, not single, but you know, they're just depletable items that you're going to replace. Is how I've been thinking about weapons. I mean, even now well, that I've unlocked the blacksmith, still doesn't seem that easy to repair weapons. Yeah, you need like for those weapons specifically, you need like umbra steel, which is like I, I've yet to find it in the game. Jeez. The only way I can find it is like through online, like the online storefront, which is mm. f- helpful, I guess, but weird. That's not real money, uh, is it? No, no, it's in-game gold. Okay. Like you can like invite, you can basically open your game up to other people, and like they will show up as like vendors for you to like just buy shit from. Interesting. But it's only like one item. Like you can like buy like a seal or like buy steel or buy whatever. Uh, that's fun, and you can also like play hide and seek with them, <laughs> or just hire them to like join your party for a while. Mm. Uh, so like once her God weapon broke, I, she, she has like a fairly high, uh, fist weapon damage. Yeah. You gave her gloves. I gave her training gloves, like the lowest tier gloves. Uh-huh. And she still decimates everyone. <laughs> like it's not even, a, it's not even a challenge. Well, her base, her base stats are good enough that it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Have you done any of the, uh, fighting tournaments? Uh, no. Okay, so there are training tournaments you can partake in, where, like, you're just supposed to pick, pick like, like, the sword tournament. It's like, okay, pick your highest-rated sword guy, and you basically do sword sword duels. Mm-hmm. And, like, you attack once, they attack once. You know, you keep, it's basically, like, back and forth. Yeah. And in between, in between rounds, you can heal, like, only twice per the tournament. Mm-hmm. So, I had, I had a uh, fist tournament, and I sent her to do it, and she... She didn't get hit once. <laughs> and like, this is awesome. Like, I want to keep doing this. <laughs> oh, oh, you're talking about just the training sessions where the characters just kind of fight each other automatically? Yeah. Oh, I did do those. I did do some of yeah. those. Okay. Sorry, I thought you meant there was a tournament arc or something in the game. No, there, there actually, you know, there is a tournament arc. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's, like, very simple. And you just, like, get, like, a few prizes here and there. <laughs> Okay. But I really like that game. I'm kind of pleasantly surprised. I never I, played a Fire Emblem game before, so I'm still early in on, but I really like it, and um, yeah, I'm going to play more of it for sure. But well, that's video games, <laughs> at least for a while, <laughs> and until we have a a, a further postmortem about Catherine a month from now. <laughs> no, no, that's it's fine. I don't. If you're saying that that's the requirement for the alternate endings, I guess I'm not going to get those. 
I guess that was my, my dreams dying earlier in the show. People <laughs> got to hear it live on air. I mean, that's what I, that, I mean, it might be different, but that's what I read. Cause I, I was curious, cause I know there are like, you know, whatever, however many endings. And so it was like to get the true endings, you need to beat the challenge levels and Rapunzel. Oh, brutal. Well, well, Rapunzel's not that bad also, because I mean, again, play, I'm play, not like, concerned about Rapunzel. Okay. I'm concerned about the challenge levels. Well, that's what YouTube is for. <laughs> uh, yeah, but they randomized to some degree. I mean, oh, you mean YouTube? YouTube to look at look at the endings up. Well, I meant like the tutorial or like you know puzzle guides or solutions. But I guess yeah. Yeah, I mean they'll only get you so far. We'll see. We'll see. I mean that, that was a problem I had with the with the base game, it, like because some of those puzzles are different that I saw. Yes, that is true. So that's annoying. Um, but as I said, <laughs> I, I think the main campaign is fairly manageable. I think the main campaign is like the right. Mo- level of difficulty, which I feel See, comfortable with. Except for nine three, I would say that's accurate because I saw I I saw nine four nine five, and they looked fairly easy or like fairly doable. But nine three was the one where I got like really stuck on, and I'm like I have no idea how to complete this. Like I spent like like I said over an hour trying to be like one level, and I was like, all gotcha. right, I'm pissed. <laughs> I'm just, either you can beat this level for me, or I'm just gonna uninstall the game until I realize. Remember the autoplay, and I was like, "Well, Man. that's that's the third option, I guess." <laughs> I wish it had let me blame Atlas yeah. for their stupid anti-piracy or whatever anti—they don't anti-streaming, want the streaming, anti-share play. Yeah, they don't want the ending to get out for some unknown reason. It's like the game is, you know, the game is seven years old, <laughs> six years old. Yeah. Like it's not new. <laughs> so, uh. I'm going to take maybe a point off of Catherine for the lack of functional online. Yeah. So I'm going to end up giving that game a 9 out of 10. How about you? Uh, I would probably at least, I would say minimum 6. Like I could go between 6 and 7, uh, okay. depending if the online ever does work. <laughs> that is at least fair. I mean, even if you don't like all of the gameplay, the just everything about the presentation of the story and all, all that stuff is so good that you've got to make allowances there, right? Yeah. Like, I, I I got through most of the puzzles pretty fairly on my own. Like, I was kind of surprised about that. But it's, it wasn't until I hit 9-3 where I just got, like, seriously stuck that I got really pissed with the game. <laughs> yeah, I hear you, I hear you. And, it, well, 9-3 is also funny because it has, like, you get to a point where there's basically, like, three towers to go, to climb up. Uh, like left, middle, and right. Mm-hmm. And the first time I did, I did it, I deleted middle by accident. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, yeah, that's always fun when you when you push a block out into space and then an entire section of the level just falls and you're just like, oops. Yeah. It's like, oh, needed that. Yeah. It's like I, I didn't think I did, so I kept climbing, and then I got to a certain point. I'm like, I don't know where to. I can't, I can't go. I can't go higher. So what do I do? And I'm yeah. like, oh yeah. That that piece I deleted probably important, <laughs> you know that, that middle that middle section. I got I probably should have needed that at some point. That's the point where you turn restart assist on and you hit restart and then you just let it. You know it'll get you to the high most highest most point that you reached See, in the most efficient I, way possible. I didn't know what restart. I don't. I never had that on. It's in the menu. Well, I know. It'll basically say it'll save you a lot of pain in terms of retracing stuff you've already done. Yeah, and probably if I had if I hit that option, it probably would have helped, or probably would have maybe completed it. Uh, 
I mean, also, it would have gotten you to where you left off, and it would have taught you exactly how to do it. Yeah. But also having autoplay on to show me like how like how they did it, which is pretty helpful. Like yeah, I, but for I, in I, if you, in safety mode, that's you know it it's a much easier course too. It's not yeah, the same. Yeah, I can't as, follow I can't follow that route one hundred percent because like you know they have grates over all the traps and stuff. But it was pretty interesting still. <laughs> relaxing to watch. Also, it's also because like they keep like they always like they will miss trap or they will like avoid traps that are safe for it. It's like you don't need to waste this time. You can just climb all the way up. Like, it's fine. <laughs> I just, there's something very satisfying about the core mechanics in that game to me. Like, I really like the um, puzzle strategies. I enjoy the snap when pieces snap together. I enjoy pushing stuff out of the way. I enjoy dragging stuff around. The, the, the little noises that he makes when he climbs. I even like the really corny stuff, like the way that it says edge every freaking time. And there's way too much voiceover. Yeah, uh, I really hated that one. The announcer going, "If you get stuck, reset. You know, you can undo." It's like, "Oh, fuck you! I got, I got it." <laughs> that's hilarious to me when you're clearly, when you're clearly improvising. That's why you turn tutorials. Tutorials you turn off. That's that's a definite. You know, once you feel like you have a handle on it, you want to turn those tutorials off because the announcer will annoy the shit out of you when you're just doing cool shit and improvising. And uh, yeah. making paths that the game doesn't expect you to make. They'll be like, you know you can undo, right? It's like, no, I'm not undoing. Screw you. This can still work. Well, uh, like I said last time, you also really you need to play, and it's on that PS1 Classic. Impossible Cube? You're, yeah. Well, no, Intelligent Cube. Intelligent Cube. Sorry, Intelligent Cube. Yeah. I think you will actually really like that game. I, I probably it's would. Very, it's very minimalistic. Wait, like, it's, it's on the Genesis Mini, right? No, it's on the PS1 Classic. Oh, it's a PS1. Oh, it's on the PS1 Classic. I have that. That's that's what I meant. Yeah, I know you do. Ah, <laughs> yes. I should play that. You're right. And and it's like the proper version. It's not the stupid European version. <laughs> emulation. It's the right emulation. Yeah. Okay. One of the good ones. Yeah, I think they they talked in the all the bad reviews of that thing. They did talk about how Intelligent Cube was pretty good. Yeah, it's a really weird game, but I think see, I like that game from when I remember playing it. Like you know. 20 years ago uh-huh. but i remember playing that and like liking that puzzle system a lot more or like liking that okay so well, yeah might be a good uh see one thing one another thing about Catherine is to me it's a good podcast game and it's a good listening to classical music game it was a good uh watching star trek voyager game to me <laughs> oh man i don't see that's now there you've got to split too much of your attention no, I was. I, was, I mean, you'll just get you'll get too distracted every time Seven of Nine walks by. You'll just get distracted. She's the reign of Star Trek. 